We're going to talk about the outlook for the entertainment industry now in the new year as we welcome Johnny Hahn. He is executive chairman of Gates Ventures. Uh, Johnny, it's a pleasure to have you on the program. So as we just heard from, uh, from our newsman, Ed, uh, box office analysts are, are looking at The Force Awakens to maybe be uh, the biggest ticket revenue generator in the Star Wars franchise. Do you see a day when the entertainment industry in China can rival anything that Hollywood creates, or will China continue to be a big importer of U.S. entertainment products? I mean, currently for uh, 2015, the, the, the box office figure in China so far is 6.3 billion U.S. compared to $10 billion in the, in the U.S. market. So, uh, and the, um, um, you know, the, the movie ticket sales, you know, is forecast to be increased by 30% in China in 2016. And by the end of 2016 or beginning of 2017, China's uh, box office figures should at least match or, or exceed the U.S. box office. In fact, if, if there weren't uh, restrictions, it might already be higher. Yes. It's, it's, uh, um, you know, there are uh, 31,000 screens in China as compared to 40,000 screens in America. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of interest for entertainment products right now. I'm looking at the growth. Yesterday we were talking about Disney partnering with Alibaba. Do you see more of those types of relationships where content creators in the States look for distributors in China as a way of, of reaching uh, a larger audience? I mean, there are lots of action right now. I mean, actually, it's quite an exciting time. I mean, for example, you know, uh, there's a joint venture between Warner Brothers and China Media Capital to produce local language movies in China. Universal Studio is opening up a theme park in Beijing. Disney and Fox are working with Tencent to make a number of uh, Star Wars franchises uh, online. Uh, Alibaba is, um, has invested recently in the Paramount uh, Mission Impossible. And, um, and I think the, uh, one of the TV stations, China Hunan TV, has invested 375 million US in uh, Lionsgate uh, slate of uh, products over the next three years. So it's all happening. What looks actually more promising at the moment? Online video, uh, in all the many ways that you mentioned uh, Hunan, they're, they're one of the leaders in that. Uh, on Online video or film? I think both. I mean, like, uh, you know, uh, people are still, you know, the, the box office figures at cinemas are increasing still. Um, there's a growing you know, uh, middle class who wants to, for lifestyle, they want to attend cinemas. And of course, at home, you know, like, uh, uh, the, you know, online video is, is growing big time as well. One of the things we talk a lot about on this program is the, is the, the kind of the change, structural change that's happening within the Chinese economy right now, kind of away from old-style industrial manufacturing to stuff that's more consumer-driven, consumption-oriented. And I'm wondering whether investors are looking at this shift and saying, hey, the entertainment space is a great place to be right now, and whether or not you're seeing the flow of capital really starting to identify a lot of entertainment properties in China. Yes, I think all the uh, entertainment companies in the West, they're all looking, you know, to China as the major market, you know, for the next few years uh, and, and beyond. And uh, the Chinese government has is now putting in, you know, like new laws to, to help with the tax incentive for companies to make movies in China. Um, you know, there's increasing laws to uh, get, you know, to, to protect intellectual property. How difficult is it to get permits, for instance, to shoot in Beijing or Shanghai or other leading cities? Um, there's of course uh, there are hurdles, you know, but but uh, they are easing 
the, the requirements. I mean, for example, I think one of the largest studios in the world has been built in uh, the Zhejiang province near Shanghai um, that covers uh, over 30 square kilometers in size and can house 60,000 at any one time, 60,000 people at any one time. We were talking a couple of weeks ago, uh, the awards, Brian, you'll have to remind me what they are called, uh, the ones in that the, we refer to in Taiwan. Yeah, and there was Jing Ma Jian, the Golden Horse. The uh, Golden Horse. And the, the film that run the best picture was, a, I think it was called The Assassin. It look, when I saw the trailer, it looked very interesting. I'm wondering about the, the market for exports, if Chinese-made entertainment can be exported easily into uh, other markets. I mean, the Chinese movies are good at obviously action, you know, and you know martial arts and stuff. But the way you know a story is told and 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 the CGI or maybe technical expertise, the Western studios are still better. So there are lots of room for co you know for corporations to make products that not only sell well in China but to the rest of the world. I think when Avatar came out a few years ago, I mean that that was a film that really showed the difference uh, in level between filmmaking in Hong Kong and and China and yes. even Taiwan versus the West. Uh, but that gap must be closing. And who are some of the most cutting edge directors do you think uh, at the moment? Um, there are a number of like Hong Kong directors that are that are very good as well. I mean, like people like Derek Yi, uh, uh, you know, um, Peter Chan. They they all good, and and uh, and a lot of good directors in China. But the, I think what is interesting is you know like a Western studio working with Chinese studios to make international movies. Yeah. So is Gates Venture? Are you a producer? Do you actually financially back these projects? Um, we are investing in a number of TV projects. Uh, we're looking at some movie projects as well. We're also launching, uh, uh, um, you know, West End theater shows, musicals into into the UK and in China. So uh, in April next year, we'll be relaunching Sunset Boulevard, uh, starred by Glenn Close in London, and hopefully uh, we will then do a tour to Hong Kong and China as well. If you had to put a number on it, uh, looking at growth figures, I mean, is this an industry that's growing 30% or 12%? Uh, what sort of growth uh, figures can you expect? I mean, in the last 12 months, uh, over 1 million people in China has, have uh, visited theaters. Uh, and uh, there's a growing interest. Uh, you know, parents wanting their kids to see Western musicals. It's all uh, new areas. And China has a lot of theaters up and down the country. So we're looking to, to import uh, uh, production into China. One of the other things that we've spoken about on the program, Johnny, is uh, Macau situation becoming more family-oriented. Are you looking at maybe doing entertainment programming in, in Macau? Yes, the whole casino industry in Macau is all changing. It's actually heading towards the Vegas model. So it will be a family holiday destination. So they, they are, hung, they are you know, hungry for shows. So that's a good area. All right, we'll close it on that note. Thank you very much, Johnny. Uh, Johnny Hohn, Executive Chairman, Gates Ventures, uh, looking at the outlook for the entertainment industry in 2016. Doug, you know, coming up to the end of the year like this, we're going to be looking forward a lot into the next year. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to talk about film and entertainment. It's part of that consumer uh, industry in China that seems to be working at the moment. That's right. We talk a lot about it on the program. Um, we also talk a lot about what the Fed did in the last session, raising quarter po uh, interest rates by a quarter point and uh, signaling that there may be a gradual path ahead for as many as four quarter point hikes in the coming year, talking about uh, surprises for the new year. But that doesn't seem to have uh, blocked equity markets from moving higher with uh, triple-digit gains in Tokyo and in Hong Kong. Also, uh, 
in Australia as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's follow-through. And I don't see anything on the screens at the moment that indicate, uh, you know, that the picture is going to change in the next day, although oil is still a little bit weak. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks for joining us here on First Word Asia. Traffic and weather on Bloomberg 1130 into New Jersey along the Newark Bay extension of the New Jersey Turnpike. Heavy delays eastbound between 14 and 14A with construction blocking at least one lane. And in both directions, very heavy traffic between the Holland Tunnel and 14C. And the outbound covered roadway on 139 crowded out of the Holland Tunnel out to the Pulaski Skyway. Long Island Expressway through Queens. Eastbound delays has you travel between the area of Maurice Avenue and Queens Boulevard. Hudson River crossings including the George Washington Bridge, Holland and Lincoln Tunnels and Tappan looking good in both directions. As we check the Battery Tunnel, single-file traffic with overnight construction, heavy outbound on the Brooklyn Bridge, the Bayonne Bridge closed in both directions for construction. Bloomberg 1130 Sports in the National Basketball Association tonight at the Barclays Center. 